Welcome to the Prudential Center for another episode of Devil of a Conversation. My name is Seth Everett, and we are trying something very revolutionary and unique. We have had one guest per episode for the entire history of this show. Today, we are going to have two. One of which has been a frequent contributor to the podcast already, Miles Wood. And we welcome in, for the first time, Steve Santini. First of all, Steve, why does Miles have to be on the show? Uh, I mean, I think he's a great player, but he's also a great guy. You know, uh, he can crack some jokes and, and keep it light. So uh, I think he's a good guy to have on, and uh, you know, I'm sure it won't be the last time he's on here. And Miles, you know, when when you found out Steve was doing the show, did you not feel confident that he could do it on his own? Is that, is that why you're you, you had said, "Listen, I better sit in on this." Uh, no, I think Steve can hold it on his own. Um, you know, I'm just happy to be here, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so you're a passerby. What was the feedback that you got from your first appearance? Um, how, like how many people on social media was like, Oh my God, I love miles with that much more. Help me here. I'm trying to convince Steve to like this. Um, yeah, I got a lot of, uh, <laughs> favorites, I guess yeah. I would say. So, uh, it's been positive results. <laughs> Steve, um, one of the things that uh, a lot of people like to know when it comes to younger players, they just want to know that this young nucleus enjoys being here, likes doing what's going on. It's a grueling season. We're in the home stretch of it. What can you say to fans as the first thing they're going to hear and say, well, this is the guy that I want to root for? Uh, Yeah, I mean, first of all, I I love this organization. They drafted me. Um, I'm extremely happy and excited to be here. Um, you know, like you said, it's a long season, uh, but it's fun. You know, we, we have a great group of guys, a good coaching staff, and obviously great support from the fans. Uh, and we appreciate that very much. Do you get the sense that from a lot of uh, the people that you've spoken to, um, do you get a lot of feedback? You know, obviously you can watch your game film. Obviously they're always trying to make you be better. But what about this season? What kind of feedback do you get specifically from coaches stuff to work on, stuff that you're doing exceptionally well? What about your game are you most proud of? Um, I mean, I don't know if you can pinpoint one particular area. Uh, I think throughout the course of the season, just being a professional, um, I've developed a lot on and off the ice. Um, but I think just the details of the game, getting used to pro hockey, uh, you know, the coaches and the, and the veteran guys here have done a great job with that. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful for all their help and, uh, you know, hats off to them for helping me out. Now, one thing that, that – I, I'm going to take a leap here. One thing that I was extremely dissatisfied with Miles' first appearance on the podcast, it was a great interview, but he had no idea who the Flash was. For a guy as fast as Miles would, you would think that the fe- the Flash, the the guy in the red suit, I am I will be crushed. I, I don't know if I can handle that both you guys don't know who the Flash is. Flash Gordon? No. <laughs> exactly. See what I mean? He doesn't know it either, so... There's two. There's two of us. I don't know if that's before my era or what, but I have no before idea. It's okay. You you never you never watch like the CW. You never see it's like the highest rated show on the CW. It's about a guy that runs really fast. He skates really fast. I have no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So now we have to get to the establishment. If you guys don't watch The Flash. You guys spend a lot of time together. You know each other a long long time. We'll get to the history of all that, but what is the typical conversation between the two of you? I would be talking superheroes with both of you. Um, I mean, 
we can't really pinpoint one specific thing what we talk about we we we've known each other for a while now so we talk about you know life um on the ice off the ice what we want to do um after practice and stuff like i mean you can't pinpoint one thing but uh, we talk about a range of things <laughs> yeah kind of like miles to hit in the head uh i don't know if you can pinpoint one thing uh Probably not superheroes. Uh, that's probably one thing we don't really talk about very often. No offense to superheroes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess it just depends on the day. You can't really pinpoint one particular thing. For the people that just listened to this just clicked off. They're like, they're, they're, they're crushed. Um, but talk about the idea that you guys were kind of reunited in this organization. Steve, we'll start with you. Just the, this idea that uh, to have somebody that you have the history with really is a feather in your cap. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, you know, we were drafted here together, same draft class, uh, which is kind of cool that, uh, you know, we got to play in college together and then, uh, you know, start our first season pro here together. So it's fun. Uh, definitely makes it a little easier having someone, someone you know, um, some familiarity in the locker room on and off the ice. Um, so it's just been a great ride this year. And, uh, you know, like you said, we're coming down the home stretch. Uh, so we'll definitely be leaning on each other a little bit, um, you know, these last few games. Miles, is he different now than he was back then? Is he cooler now? Was he cooler then? Um, you know, for me, I think what makes Steve a great player and a great person is that you know what you're going to get from each and every day. So, um, you know, he hasn't changed much. And, you know, what he has done his whole life has worked out for him. It's gotten to this point. So um, Steve's a very, you know, consistent guy uh, when it comes to his life on the ice and away from the ice. So, um, you know, overall, he's a great, great friend to have um, in the room. And, um, you know, it's crazy that we were picked up in the draft in 2013 and now 2017. So um, it's been a it's been a long time. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to be in our position right now. Remind me, who was drafted first? I was. So so you 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 find out you're coming to New Jersey. Uh, you know, the history of the Devils organization. And then you find out about Miles. What's your reaction? Uh, well, when we first got drafted, I mean, I didn't even know who he was, to be honest with yeah. you. We met uh, at our first development camp after the draft. Um, I just knew he was a prep school kid, uh, fast fast player, just kind of, I guess, scouting reports. Uh, but, yeah, once I met him at camp, he was a good guy, and, uh, you know, we've been friends ever since. Steve probably didn't know much about me because I probably played 10 games in prep school, and that's the only <laughs> thing that – that I had in, in my card so uh yeah it's been uh, it's been a fun five years and you know I think we've grown um each year together um closer on and off the ice so uh it's been fun well it's, it's kind of unique in that the sense is you know when when anybody tells me about either one of you guys um you guys are considered to be for lack of a better word opposites that you're not exactly the same person that you guys are, you guys are friends but that you're not the same person you're not the same personality how would you characterize the friendship um yeah i mean i guess you could say we're similar in some ways different in some ways uh well you're similar you're both hockey players yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean i think uh, i can be a little serious at times um i think it's good to have a friend like miles that kind of lightens the mood and you know I don't want to use the word force, but, uh, you know, kind of encourages me to have a good time and kind of enjoy myself. So um, maybe I make him a little more serious and he makes me a little uh, a little more easygoing. So I think it's a good balance. Yeah, I agree there. Uh, I'm more on the wild side of things, and Steve brings me back to earth um, at times. So it's uh, it's nice to have a friend that would stand up and, 
you know, calm me down at times. <laughs> well, I would imagine, though, that you guys can talk in private. I mean, I'm not asking to, like, you know, reveal the, the secrets between two friends, but this idea that you guys can talk more than typical teammates, that there, there's something about, you know, your history together that can help you guys through all kinds of weird situations. I mean, one of you goes on a bad date or something, that that's not something that needs to be brought up in the entire dressing room. Yeah, I mean, I'm engaged, so I don't know how many, I hope I'm not going on any bad dates. Uh, uh, there's definitely uh, some consistency in my in my love life. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I know your point. Uh, you know, um, definitely have something to lean on, uh, you know, little things on and off the ice, uh, hockey-wise or life, you know, you can vent to each other, which is nice. Um, and, uh, you know, most guys, like you said, don't have that, uh, you know, usually you're a first year guy, you're kind of finding your way around the room, but it's nice to have a, a friend along for the ride. I've asked miles this question. So I'll ask you, what about the veterans? And, you know, there's a responsibility. It's, it's like an unwritten responsibility that veterans have to lead an organization. Um, the devils have some really impressive veterans, who has stood out to you as somebody that you see on the, in, in the organization that can can kind of not take you under their wing, but show you the right way? Yeah, I think that we have a really good core group of veterans. Uh, you know, you can go down the list, you know, Mike Camilleri, Travis Zajac, Andy Green. Um, but one guy in particular for me who's been a really good mentor is definitely Ben Lovejoy. Um, he's been really great for me. You know, we're both right-handed defensemen. Uh, you know, just the way he takes care of his body, he, he works hard on and off the ice, always does the right things. Um, and, uh, you know, he's definitely someone I look up to. And, uh, you know, kind of what you were saying, being an older player, he's definitely uh, showed me the ropes here, especially, um, you know, my first uh, few full months in the NHL. I would just imagine, Miles, that one of the things about this, this new nucleus is, you know, people are starting to figure out who you guys are. You're, you're starting to make names for yourself. And you're starting to see the reaction. I mean, we joke about social media, but that's one way fans can, can reach out to you. What have fans been, what has been the reaction to you as you guys have gone through this literally roller coaster season? Um, the fans have been great. Um, you know, for me, you know, we, we park outside here. And as soon as we go through the gate, you know, there's tons of fans, you know, sign this, sign that when we're on our way home. And, um, you know, just to see stuff like that day in and day out after each game, fans coming out on cold nights, just you know trying to sign something just as simple as a piece of paper um and to see that each day and uh you know for me as a as a first year player it's it's fun to have that support what about this idea that you know this this fan base is such a supportive fan base i mean this is not the building that you don't get booed in this building. I mean, once in a while, I saw a guy breaks a stick and something happens, and the fans get dissatisfied. But it's not that; it's that unabashed support that just seems to come whoever happens to be wearing that uniform. Yeah, like I said earlier in the interview, you know, I, I love our fans. I think we all do. Uh, we love their support, their enthusiasm, their encouragement. Um, and you know, we, uh, it may not be um, you know exactly the season that they've wanted, but. Um, you know, we're hungry to win. We're doing everything in our power to try and help them. And, uh, you know, we're thankful for their support through the process. It's one thing, though, that, that is definitely hard for players, I would think, because when things don't go well, there's an assumption. And, and understand the context in which I'm saying this. There is an assumption that the effort's not there. And it's one of those things that unless you've done it, I don't think that you can properly assess that. But yet the frustration exists as well. 
how how can you describe to fans that even when things don't go well and the puck's not going in the net and there's defensive breakdowns, what, whatever happens to be, that that's not for a lack of effort? Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at these past few weeks, um, I think we've played some really good hockey. We, we feel we've our effort's been there. We've executed the game plan. Uh, we lost some really tight games, you know, one-goal games against some playoff teams, uh, you know, Ottawa, Montreal, Boston, just to name a few, Rangers. Um, all really good games, all games we could have easily won. Uh, but, you know, like I said, they're playoff teams and, and, and they're they're good games. It's it's a tough league, really good team. So, um, you know, night in, night out, uh, we, we try to give it our best. And, uh, you know, for 60 minutes, um, we leave it all, all out on the ice. When there has been a frustrating loss, how do you see the way guys who have been in the league handle themselves, carry themselves? Um, it just seems like from being here on practice days, it seems like that level of professionalism doesn't change. Is that is that accurate? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at players like Travis, Mike Camilleri, um, who played in the league for a while, and, you know, it's a long season, six months long. You're almost playing, you know, five games a week, four games a week. And, you know, the big thing about this is, like, you can't get too high and you can't get too low after a win or, or a loss So um, because you're playing the very next day. So, um, you know, certainly it does sting to lose, but at the same time you got to channel your focus onto the next game. All right. Uh, to, to wrap this up, I have uh, two questions uh, for each of you, two names, and I just want to s- describe the first thing that comes to mind when I, when, when I mention that name. Steve, we'll start with you since this is your maiden voyage here on the, sh- on the show. Uh, John Hines. One word that comes to mind? Not one word, just one thought. Uh, I mean, consistent coach, great coach. Um, you know, he puts his heart and soul into it. So as players, we just want to run through a wall for the guy. You know, he's so passionate and, um, you know, he spends so much time with the film and, you know, prepping us on games. So, um, you know, he puts his heart and soul into it. So we want to do the same for him. Miles Wood. Uh, awesome. Uh, funny. Uh, great guy. Um, great team guy. He'll do anything for the boys. So, uh, you know, I'm just lucky he's in the red, white and black. That's for sure. All right, Miles. Um, same same questions. John Hines. Um, passionate. I think that's the first word that um, comes to my mind when I think of John Hines. Um, you know, he's, you know, in my career playing hockey, he's the most motivational coach that I've ever played for um, before games in between periods. He always has a, has a speech. And the special thing about John Hines is, like, he he says it in a way that's not the same each time, which I think is just truly special, something that he has. And, um, you know, for me each day he motivates me to play. And, um, you know, I'll do I'll do a lot for that guy. Um, special. Uh, Steve Santini. Um, first thing that comes to my mind is that, you know, he's a super nice guy. Um, you know, he's he takes care of himself. Um, you know, I, I've learned a lot from him um, on and off the ice, just about the way he takes care of his body, what he eats, and, um, you know, just like what he said, I'm, I'm happy he's in the red, white, and black with me. Very nice, very nice. Gentlemen, thank you very much for doing this. Uh, good luck on the road trip, and uh, I hope to have both of you guys. Well, let's be honest. Steve, I hope to have you back on. I don't know if you need to do three podcasts in one season. All right, well, thanks anyway. <laughs> thanks, appreciate it.
<laughs> that is Steve Santini and Miles Wood. This is Devil of a Conversation. By the way, uh, if you have any reviews, you can leave it for us on, on iTunes or at NewJerseyDevils.com and just let us know who you like better on the podcast. If it was Steve or Miles, just, just let, let us know. Uh, this, is, this, <laughs> this is Devil of a Conversation. I'm Seth Everett. We'll see you next time.